Welcome to Affording College with Aaron Green, founder and president of College Liftoff. Thanks, Steve Thority Guy. Okay, so real quick, before we get started today, uh, I just wanted to tell you I'm a little nasally. I'm going to sound a little offbeat. I'm just getting over a cold, all thanks to uh, this wonderful April spring weather we have here in Columbus, Ohio, where it's still snowing somehow in mid, past mid-April. <laughs> but actually, that's going to lead into an interesting topic for today. We're just talking about the summer and what to do with the summer. So the question becomes, can my teen and I take the summer off from thinking about college? And this is a question that's that's going to creep up because the summer's creeping up and how best to utilize it. It's been a busy year and you're looking forward to relaxing summer off. No doubt about it. I'm sure your teen is too. And that's fine. That's great. And we hope you do have a relaxing summer. But here's a tip too. Taking a break from thinking about college isn't really going to help you relax. In fact, it may cause a little bit more stress and confusion as the summer goes on and especially into the next school year, particularly if you're a junior going into your senior year. Even if you're a sophomore going into your junior year, you still want to be able to utilize this summer the best way you can. See, your, your teen has three months off of school. It's three months off of extracurriculars in most cases. They really have the time to do some real soul searching and really start thinking about career paths and how to really work in that. I'm sure you guys have plenty of teens that are sitting on the couch in the summers watching TV all day. And about the third weekend, you're probably tired of looking at them. And then after a month, you're really starting to get ticked off. So how can we really put them into good use of this time? It takes about 40 hours for us to do this really properly with our kids and really helping them understand what is it that they truly want to do and diving into that. With that, when we're doing this in that 40-hour time span, it's usually over the school year. So we have to contend with school. We have to contend with homework, sports, extracurriculars, part-time jobs. It takes us sometimes six to seven months to do this really well with a kid. Over the summer, though, your child could do the same amount of work, and it could be really focused and arguably better. And instead of taking six to seven months to do the same work that it takes to do during the school year, you could probably do it in just two and it won't take up the entire summer either, so it's not like we're trying to take the summer away by doing it. Plus, on top of it, your teen won't be competing with the same brain space that they need for school and for activities and everything else like that. If your teen spends the summer doing some good, solid career development work, he or she can focus really during the school year on what's needed to be done, which is pulling up the grades, logging more pla- uh, practice time, anything that they really are doing at that moment. That's the most important part. So really, use the time. It's worth it. And another tip, and this is going to be an interesting conversation. Don't try to mix school visits and vacations together. Really don't. (laughs) What do I mean by this? Well, it really is tempting to plan a trip to go up and down the California coast or the East Coast or go hopping through the Carolinas, going beach to beach, school to school. Uh, thinking that you're knocking out two birds with one stone here. You can get a vacation in while doing college visits. But the truth is this. The schools you visit should really depend on the proper career development work your kid is doing. And this may sound a bit like a bold statement, but that really is the driver in all of this. 
you may go look at all these schools that are up and down the coast or wherever the case may be. You may end up at Mar- Marymount Loyola or uh, let's say Eastern Carolina and they may have all these great things there. But the last time I checked, I don't think you really want to just afford club med for your kid. <laughs> I don't think you want to send your kid off to just go hang out at the beach for the next four years at the clip of about twenty to $60,000 a year. You're really doing this to make sure that they have a future that they really have a career path ironed out for them through this. And as I've stated plenty of times before, not every college is great at everything. So this school that you're looking at just by happenstance because you're driving by it may not be any good at what my student wants to do. Let's say you're looking at, again, the Eastern Carolina of the world. They may not even have supply chain management or industrial systems, and that may be what your kid is looking into. So let's pull the brakes on that. And honestly, if you've done no career development work at this point, don't go do college visits. But I understand. Maybe you're feeling some pressure with that and you really think, oh my gosh, I've got to start college visits now. We we get that. Maybe you're getting some pressure from a friend, a neighbor, or somebody else that's saying, oh, well, we've been on 15 college visits to this point. But here's the thing. One, college visits aren't a competition. There's no rush. There's no quota. The thing is about your neighbor or the friend that's saying that they're visiting all these schools, yes, but ask them the question of why. Why are they visiting it? And they may sound pretty confident in their answer of why they stopped to visit these particular schools of this, that, and the other. And you'll be surprised after you hear it. It may not be any more reasons than this school sounds really great on a bumper sticker. So really, they're probably doing no better than throwing darts at the wall, too. And their kids aren't really focused on exactly what we should be doing here. But that's where we want to change this a little bit and say, okay, let's spend the summer doing the proper career development work needed in order to find the schools that best fit my kid academically. How do you really start all of that? Well, the first step, honestly, take your kid to work. They're just sitting on the couch anyway. You might as well take some time to really go see what it is a job is, what it is they've done, especially if they've never worked a part-time job before, just give them some context of the work world. Because in the end, that may not be anything close to what your student, your kid wants to do anyway. The next step is really take the time to find a good college planner that know what they're doing on this career side. Case in point, here at College Liftoff, we spend 40 hours at the least with every one of our kids doing good career development work. And that's just where it starts. Somebody that's doing this should really know what they're doing in that space. And if you have any questions or just really need a starting point and saying like, what are careers? How do I really distinguish between them? We've got some great podcasts that I've done in the previous ones about jobs and how you kind of correlate that to career paths and how you work it back to education and what do they mean? So feel free to jump into some of those. They're all here on the channel too. In the end, Use the summer wisely. Use the summer to really get a good start on just understanding what it is you want to do and put that time forth with it. It really will help. College Liftoff can help empower you to make college affordable for your student. If you want to learn more about your options, Aaron will be responding directly to your emails. Email him a question at Aaron at collegeliftoff.com. Thanks for listening to Affording College with Aaron Green of College Liftoff. If you'd like more information, visit collegeliftoff.com. Circle270media.com.